0: Welcome back to The Sexperts Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Joseph. And today we are tackling a topic that borders on reality, truth, and lies. Today's episode is Fake or Not, Boobs Edition.
1: And, you know, here's the thing, all right? You know, the first thing I think about when it comes to fake boobs or not fake boobs it's just, here's the thing. When they're natural, they are the softest thing on earth, you know? I mean, I, I'm sure most of you out there have probably hugged some somebody, some girl that has, one, had natural boobs because that's very common, but I've also hugged somebody that has fake boobs. And I'm telling you, every time you hug somebody that has fake boobs, it's just, like, it's not as comfortable as, like, you think it would be, you know? And because you know, it's like you're. It feels like you're like hugging a rock, and it's just not fun.
0: Yeah, especially if if the implants that they got were not only done poorly or if they're old. Yikes! That's that's not gonna feel good. Um, and there's actually a, a couple. Well, there's m- many many different kinds of breast implants, but there's actually there's two main variants that can actually lead to the uh, the f- difference in feeling. Uh, Do you know what those two types are, Joseph?
1: Yeah. So there's actually two different types of ways to um do breast implants. That is one. That's going to be the cheapest option, which is just under the skin. It's the easiest way to do it. Um, That's where you get that more round kind of obvious fake boobs, everything there. The silicon just writes under the skin. Then there's the other option that is under the skin and the muscle. And when they do that, I will say those ones are a little actually harder to tell and everything when they are fake um, because they have a little bit more of
0: a natural look to them, and yeah. they're not just a ball on their their breasts. Exactly. I, I was gonna say the, the when they're under the skin only, they look bolted on. You know, it's like I, I don't I don't think you could get more fake than that. And not, and that's not to say that all subdermal implants. Are just gonna look really bad. I'm sure there's you know surgeons out there and doctors that, out there that can make them look natural or or more natural than they would otherwise. But this the under the muscle implants, I mean, those ones by far look the most realistic uh, as far as I know. To be honest, um, everybody knows that I'm married. I don't look at other women's breasts, so. This is for me, actually, this is all just speculation and things I've read because I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. However, we all know that
1: we everybody knows we we all know that one person that you're just like, yeah, those are fake boobs. But you never say anything because obviously that's just like a, a weird thing to bring up. You're like, oh, you got implants. (laughs) you know especially if you know the person especially if you know the person oh my gosh i i luckily um don't know anybody personally that like i've seen before you know a a breast implant and then afterwards i feel like that would just be so awkward to literally just be like oh your boobs are bigger and those are clearly fake you know it's just it's it's so weird. But yeah, there's there's always that one person that you see just walking down the street and you're just like, yeah, those are fake. Or anything.
0: Um and those are usually the subdermal ones, just
1: under yep, the skin. Yeah, just under the skin. But then you see those ones where you have to like, you know, you talk with your fellow boys and you're like, "You think those are fake or real?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We've all done it. I would say it's it's safe to say that uh during adolescence, um especially when uh, young boys are more prone to u- the use of pornography that's when i feel like you just you that's when most boys learn well, and, I, and girls too that's when you learn to kind of tell the difference between yep. what looks more real and what looks more fake and uh, i would say for most people the subdermal implants are not what is appealing or attractive it's pretty much always the under the muscle implants
1: exactly and i mean we all know that a lot of especially the famous porn stars actually make a lot of money. So, of course, they're going to be able to afford one that looks a lot more realistic. And so then they afford that, and then they make more money because of it. So it's super easy to do. Now, something else that related to the pornography industry that I some of you might not know is that you can actually restructure the vagina. Everything. Do you want to tell us about that, Thomas?
0: Yeah. Um, most common is a restructuring of the outer for um structures the specifically the labia a lot of um porn actresses want their uh privates to look more like small and delicate um and some of them just want to reduce um like the amount of folds or how the how the lips uh, might look so so they actually Just do either removal or tucking and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff to try to get what they think is a more aesthetically pleasing uh, vagina. Um, To be honest, I feel like that's actually weirder than fake boobs. Maybe it's it's a social thing, but I feel like if you're doing that, it's like, whoa.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's weird because, you know, especially if you're not a porn star. Nobody's going to see that except for your partner. And I guarantee you, if your partner is a dude, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if they do, why are you with them? Yeah. I promise you, you could find a different guy in
0: one hour that wouldn't care. If you do have somebody that cares. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I think it goes along with, uh, for the male porn stars, any modification, in my opinion, that's not for a medical reason at all. Any modification of the penis, that's... Weird, man. Yeah. You know, hey,
1: look, there have been plenty of surveys done that girls will still like the micropene. Now, I'll admit, there are definitely girls that are just, they just will not go for it. But there are most, on average, most girls will not care that much. But that's where it all comes down to
0: the technique. That's right. It's not about the size. It's about how you use it. Um, I I think both of these things are just I, I think it's safe to say they're oddly just segmented to the pornography industry I don't think it's a very common thing although with how often in your spam email you'll get like the the mail enhancement emails that you just gotta delete it's like okay there must be some kind of market for it out there I, I wanna say it's probably the older generations that buy into it because that's just—I don't know. I feel like with our generation, that's just not a concern as much. Yeah,
1: I mean, especially because I mean, there's a lot of studies that are out there that are, you know, take this vitamin, take this vitamin, eat this thing, and your boobs will form better. And everything, and as and like you were saying with the older generation, also, as everybody knows, the older you get, the more saggy they get, and. Both ways and for guys and for girls, for the yeah. boobs and everything, so sometimes they do want to get those implants just to not have that sag and honestly, you do you, you know honest i'm not gonna I'm not really one to judge for that, especially because it's like if you want to feel better about you know your own self image, that's fine but what 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 makes me really sad is when especially a young person is very you know influenced by pornography that they feel like they have to get an implant they have to change their body to fit what the magazines you know are doing and that that's sad and and I hope that everybody listening knows that your your body is amazing and everybody's different And I'm telling you, especially as somebody who's gotten into a little bit of Photoshop, video editing, audio editing, which is what I I do for this podcast, is that those photos, including pornography, video, can be edited. And they are always edited. So even if they don't have fake boobs or a restructured vagina or a, you know... Bigger penis, I can almost guarantee you that there's still some editing in there to make them look different, and there's a lot to do with lighting
0: as well. There's a lot that lighting can do. Well, and to go along with that, there's angles, and there's um, male like like a lot of male porn stars use Viagra and and others and other things um, to you know be able to last for longer periods of time. I mean, the, those industries are completely set up and fabricated in every possible way. Um, but I think you're right. A lot of women either see that or I feel like um, for the older generation, especially, I don't know if people know this, Utah is a hub for this like in an in a, in extreme sense. I feel like with the, with the older generation, the older women, middle-aged and older women, they feel, um, I, I almost want to say, like a kind of pressure from their husbands to be more attractive. And so a lot of a lot of those age bracket women will go out and get a, a, a boob job, uh, breast implants, because they don't feel like they're sexy enough for their husbands because, from what I understand, their husbands don't help them feel sexy with how their body is. It's true, and honestly, I think part of the reason for that is,
1: and I'm sure everybody's seen these graphs, but if you haven't, you should look it up, is that the female sex drive as they get older – actually goes up and then the female and then the male sex drive goes down as they get older so that could actually be a part of it is that they the you know the 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 female wants to have sex so they're going to try to make make themselves more appealing for their husband
0: yeah and and i do know uh, i it's really sad to say but there are examples out there where it really is the husband that's like you need to go do this. Oh, 100%. I mean, you can read yeah. stories on Reddit. I I even I I feel bad talking about this, but my first girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend uh you know as of, you know, many years ago, her mom was a beautiful woman and she she was great, but she also had procedures done like on her face I don't obviously know about if she had anything done on her body. But the way that her husband treated her was so inappropriate to me. Just the way he bossed her around and demeaned her physically. Um, my my ex actually ended up telling me when, while we were dating that she actually, um, her mom wore extra makeup and like got, did a whole routine every morning. Because when she didn't do that, uh, her husband would make comments about her appearance. And that right there is just like, oh my gosh. You do not, you lose your man card or you're, you're terrible. I mean, however you want to put it. You're a terrible person. Yeah. It's like, if you, yeah,
1: if you do stuff like that, I mean, that, that's how you know that you don't love that person for the right reasons. Yeah. Or,
0: or, or or maybe you do love them, but you're way too tied up in the physicality.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing that, I mean, all of you guys need to know for both sides is that as you get older, you're going to be less attractive. And everything. So that's why, especially for me, personality is such a big deal. I mean, again, I'm a guy, I you know, I'm a I'm a human being really, because this goes both ways. I yeah, I want my partner to be wow, that, she's super hot, you know. But it's not gonna last forever. And that's why that's not the first thing that I look for. You know, there are plenty of girls on Mutual that I'm like standardized she is hot but i can tell based on her bio and just the way she's taking her pictures she's not my type everything so and which is really interesting for me because i'm like you know i've even had other other guys that are into that type of personality like show me the pictures and like oh isn't she super hot i'm like i mean yeah just not my type you know i because i you know you i you can tell at least for me, I, I can tell a personality based off a picture, but there's a lot deeper of a personality that you will always find out as soon as you meet the person. And that's why I like becoming friends with somebody before being in a relationship. And that's really the only relationships I've had, actually, <laughs> That's which is probably the reason why. Um, But, yeah, so the personality, and we've talked about this so much on this podcast, the personality of personality, you know? it really is important. And I I really hope that you listeners out there know that that's what you need to be looking for first for both men and women. You know, playboys most playboys I've met don't have a great personality. Yeah. But they're hot. They they know how to swoon a woman. And I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but I can only assume that it's that type of guy that would make those comment about, comments about their partner in the future of you need to get this procedure done. You need to get this procedure done. You you need to look better for me to want to have sex with you.
0: Well, and it makes sense, too, because if, if they're so focused on their looks, they're going to do the same thing to you. So what, that was one of the most attractive things to me about my wife is that she was the kind of person who's like, I don't need makeup to look good. Like I'm already, yeah. hot you know, was like, I was like, gosh, dang. But like you, she, right. Yeah, <laughs> she's Cutie. Like that was just so attractive to me. She told me like, Oh, I don't really use social media. Like I use it to stay in touch with friends, but like, I'm not, you know, browsing Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. I don't have Snapchat. I was like, Holy goodness. I have found a unicorn. I want her to be mine so bad. Uh, And, and, and I think that has helped her a lot. Not having social media has helped her a lot because social media is like the number one place that you find those unrealistic standards, or you see people that only post pictures of them in their prime. And then you're like, dang, like, I don't look like that all the time. And it just makes you, you know, think about, oh, like, are my boobs weird? Is my butt weird? Um, it just things like it just causes them women specifically to spiral. Did you know that studies show it, it depends on the study you look at, but social media is negatively affects women 40 to 80% more deeply um, than it does men on pretty much any level. Oh yeah. I believe it
1: because as humans are, our, our nature is to compare ourselves to others and girls compare themselves to other girls and guys compare themselves to other guys. That's just kind of how it works, you know? Um And for guys, we don't care that much. Like, personally, I do compare myself to other guys sometimes. But the other half of the time, I'm like, you know what? I don't really care that much. And plus, the other thing is, too, is that there's a lot more of a influence, you know. I would say there's a lot more people... There's a lot more girls on social media than there are guys, at least posting constantly. Yeah, or anything. Um, the guys are the ones scrolling through it and liking everything, but it's the girls that are posting the most. I mean, I know, I I definitely know some guys that are posting every day, and I'm like, bro, stop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I've never, you know, I've never met a girl that's posting every day that anybody's just like, you should stop posting. Like that's annoying, you know. So, yeah, I mean. It's interesting, that's for sure.
0: Well, and one thing that that is really common nowadays that I feel like a lot of celebrities, one in particular who I who I refuse to name because I just I don't appreciate how she got famous. But another thing that you see on social media now is like the glorification of like the the plump shaped, rounded buttocks. You know, nowadays it's like, oh, you got a flat butt, ooh that's disgusting or like, ah, oh, you're, that's not attractive. Like do you not? Cause I think they're linking it to two things. Like either you're not working out or like you just have bad genes or like you're just not attractive. So yeah. it's, uh, nowadays it's really common to be, you know, see people on social media like, Oh, like, should I go get a Brazilian butt lift? Which it, like, do you even, do you know what that is? Yeah. Isn't it like, I don't know exactly but I is it does have to do with like an injection right yeah but but it's where they get the material to inject that's like crazy so most most places that you go to to get this procedure done they remove excess fat from like a quote problem area unquote like your hips or or uh, like your stomach you know some people they're like oh I have like a little hooch you know they'll re- they'll pull it from that and then put it into your butt to make your butt look bigger and more full, right. and isn't
1: that crazy? Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Actually, now that you've mentioned it,
0: like I and, and then I got scared and and put it out of my mind. <laughs> I was like, "That's awful." I mean, could you could you imagine if guys were like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go remove fat from my stomach and inject it into my penis to make it look big?" <laughs> hey yo, like people would be like, "You got you have image issues. That's not okay." Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, I don't know. It's interesting because, uh, I mean, what's the other thing that's interesting too? You can drive on the street and see ads for things like Brazilian butt lifts. You can see them for for tans for women specifically, you know. And it's they're all for for your physical image. They are all directed towards women. Mm-hmm. I mean, I rarely see a an ad for for men, you know. Men come get a spray tan. Like that's weird. Like I, I mean, I don't even think I've seen a spray tan ad for a guy. Well, and I think a lot of other guys would like shame
0: you or oh, or just make fun of you. It's like uh, they would just make fun of you. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it's considered that'd be considered weird. You know, it'd be like, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I wasn't
1: a freak, bro. <laughs> uh,
0: like just the other day, I I was driving down a major road, um, in Utah that that passes by some universities and. Um, there was a sign on this like su- like pseudo medical facility looking building, and it was like feeling the droop. Get a lift today, and it- and then on there was like a like a-, a like a depiction. You could tell they were depicting breasts, right? And it's like holy goodness, you know. And-, and there were other billboards too, like on that building that were talking about like oh like. After kids, they don't look so great, do they? Like, like literally messages like that that women are constantly driving by, and it's like, gosh dang, I'm sure it's effective. Oh, 100. percent Because they're just making women feel bad. I mean, why do you think they're still there? <laughs> yeah, ser- seriously. I mean, oh, and and they were also talking about this. It, it seemed like like an essential oil type science. They were like, come come in, and we'll use we'll use cryotherapy to to freeze the fat out of your body. Like I've seen that one, all this yep. weird stuff and, and fat removal is definitely real, but like there's so many different things that you see now, like, Oh, like put on this, this, uh, device that vibrates the fat and it'll dissolve it into your body or, or use electrical pulses to blah, blah, blah. If you want a better, butt, if you want a better stomach, there, nothing is going to replace squats and sit ups. <laughs> yeah. Honestly.
1: I, here, here's the thing though, too, is that you have to realize is that you can do all these procedures but you're still going to feel like crap because your body just isn't healthy.
0: Well, and you're placing all this value on the aesthetic. Yeah. And no matter what you do, there's going to be something that's not good enough because you're still basing your value on your looks.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Here's, I mean, here's the thing. I started going to the gym recently. And first off, I highly recommend it. It <laughs> is not easy to go at first. But if you do the right things, you're going to start really enjoying it. It's still hard to go, 100%. I mean, I'm just like, oh, I have to wake up early, I have to go, and everything. But when I'm there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting swole, you know, oh, man. and It just feels great. And I mean, for me personally, I think that if, if you are struggling with your body image or you're a little chubby, you know, honestly, just... Start going to the gym first. I mean, diet is a huge thing. They do say it's like what eighty percent diet, twenty percent working out, everything. So you know, you do the math, and working out's not going to do much. But from what I've noticed is that once you start working out, you're going to be a lot more motivated to eat healthy, if that makes sense. Because you're you're like, it's just going to be easier to 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 eat healthy when you're like, you know. When you're working out, because every time I work out, I'm like, "All right, time to eat some like protein shakes." You know, mean, I'm gonna down some a bowl of Wheaties. You know, <laughs> breakfast of champions. know, yeah, like it ties into the goal, so
0: you you're yeah. motivated to kind of yeah, continue Let me that. you know,
1: let me you know, make some make some you know scrambled eggs or or just an an egg over easy or over over hard. Which, by the way, what's your favorite? Oh man.
0: Well besides like not scrambled I you know I'll probably do like a sunny side up type type situation I like dipping toast in the yolk you know
1: Yeah I I personally like mine like a little bit runny but not like if you were to poke it, it would just drip all over. You know, <laughs> so I don't know exactly what they call that. Um, but yeah, I like mine a little runny. Is that Sunny Side sure. Down? Maybe that's what it. I might love. be. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look it up. But that's <laughs> how I like. We're it. not egg experts. Yeah, yet. look, they ask how my, I want my egg. I just say a little runny, and they know what they what I want. Okay. We, we only know <laughs>
0: about the eggs that are in the ovaries. We're, we're yeah. the sex are right, not the yeah. egg experts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay.
1: <laughs> So anyways, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you've seen plenty of those TikToks or ads or workout videos that are like, eggs, yeah, eat eggs. I mean, and they're true. It's true. But, like, just remember that there's lots of other things you can eat, too. Because, like, if you're anything like me, if you eat too much of one thing, you're just going to hate it.
0: And it's going to take you, like, a year to eat it again, kind of like. Yeah, you you need variety. Exactly. Going along with that, like if you if you do have, I I feel like it's important to distinguish between there's there's the difference between hating your body and like having a self kind of hatred and having goals for yourself. Because what you're talking about, that's like you know you have a goal to improve, you have a goal to get fit. That's completely different than oh like I'm literally so ugly, like I need to change like my breasts, or oh I'm so ugly, like you know, I have a small penis. Not that I have to deal with that problem, you know, but uh, you got like nine nine inches in there, bro. But, uh, I mean, just those, those kinds of thoughts are toxic. That's what you want to avoid. But if you have the goal of, Oh, I want to, um, be able to engage in like more cardio and not be out of breath super fast. Or, Oh, I want to be able to climb a few flights of stairs without feeling extra tired. Oh, uh, you know, to be honest with in marriage, it's like, Oh, I want to be able to, have a sex marathon that lasts for a long time and not feel like winded after the first right. like, 10, yeah. 15 minutes. because
1: you know, Sex is a workout. Bro. It really
0: is. <laughs> and, and, and when you have the goal to improve and not the goal to like, I guess, sh- uh, how do you put it? Not like, not buckle under self hatred, but instead like push yourself up with motivation. That's where that difference is. Um, one of my, I think I maybe read this on, like, Facebook or something. It was just a quote from somebody. I don't know who said it first, but they said, weight loss happens in the kitchen. Fitness happens in the gym. It's true. Yeah.
1: As, I mean, it's the fitness that's going to help you feel better and kind of build your endurance, but it's the food that's going to boost that endurance, if that makes sense. Well, because if you're eating like crap, you're going to feel like crap, and then you're not going to yeah. want to work out. You know, you eat a bunch of sugar, you're going to feel great for, like, 30 minutes and then you crash. But if you eat some eggs in the morning, you're going to feel pretty energized for the whole day, <laughs> you know? Like I mean, I'm I'm not going to say you're going to be energized the entire day. I mean, I've had mornings where I eat eggs and I'm still I still feel like crap cuz I'm just tired and I got 4 hours of sleep, you know? Yeah. But it it you got to all start somewhere. Um the 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 main thing to avoid, especially cuz I I know a lot of people and Unfortunately, they were all girls that just would not eat anything mm-hmm you know um, and remind me what that was
0: do you remember what that's called uh well there there's two different there's kind of two different main kinds there's anorexia and bulimia right and i, I know pretty much all of all of the people I knew were anorexic yeah bulimic the bulimia is a little it, i i don't know that it's less common necessarily, but anorexia definitely has. More of the spotlight, I should say, in terms of in the public eye, yeah,
1: you know, and
0: those are always sad because
1: when you think you have to think about the kind of the science here, um, you know when you let's just let's just go back to you know 900 BC, you know we're all barbarians walking around with freaking clubs. <laughs> what they did is i mean they don't have breakfast lunch and dinner that's not how it works back then you know they would have a big feast you know every every like week or so or i i mean i don't know exactly when it was but their bodies were trained to store the food that they would eat so that they could use it periodically for energy and that in reality that's what fat is it's storing that energy so that you don't die out of hunger or anything, especially you, you over the winter when, when the animals and the, exactly. and the plant supply is very low. Yeah, so that so that's what would happen is they would eat a ton of food right before and then they would store it, everything. So if you if you stop eating, sure you're gonna start losing weight because your body is now using your
0: your you know emergency resources. Which the, is the, the fat. The problem with that, though, is if you actually, uh, if you take, have, have you taken a nutrition class uh, at the college level by chance? No, I haven't. If you do, one crazy thing that you learn is you actually get your muscles eaten away first.
1: It's true. Yeah, I do remember. Them. I I did learn that in in a high in my high school class. Yeah. But yeah, they eat they eat the muscles first just because it's. I mean, you're it's a, it's it. easier to 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 degrade to, to to convert to energy yeah everything and then you know but then as soon as you eat anything oh your body's not using that for anything but storing it because it's like oh i i'm never gonna get this again i'm gonna i'm gonna store this is that that's what you're
0: training your body to do everything so it's it's interesting well and and the problem with that kind of process is you start to lose out on nutrients your your skin um, health goes way down. Your hair can start falling out. I mean, it's it's brutal. But a lot of girls and some guys uh, see it as like a positive thing because they they would rather uh, they would rather die skinny than live fat uh, because they're yeah. so traumatized. In fact, one one of our coworkers today, um, shout out Big T and Warehouse, love you, bro. Um, he. He made a comment that's I I wouldn't say it was bad, uh, but to the wrong person it would it would be like encouraging of that behavior. He said, "I'd rather get cancer from aspartame than die fat." You know, because we were talking about like sugar-free soda versus like right, su- you know, sugary soda. And and I under like for, since I don't have an eating disorder, like I know exactly what he means. It's like, yeah, I'd rather you know, I'd rather drink the sugar-free stuff than gain like, you know, a, you know a lot of weight from drinking sugary drinks, but that's just because I have a fitness goal. I don't I you know, I don't think I'm like I'm not going to starve myself because I think I'm fat. Right. You know, I I just don't want to um I don't know, lose sight of my goal. I want to maintain a certain level of fitness for for th- you know, activities that I've already mentioned. Um Oh yeah. And but I I just remember thinking like, man, if he said that to somebody who was susceptible, Like they would, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, like I'd rather just not eat." And it's like, okay, it's not, it's not, not exactly what we meant. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and I feel like I people don't discuss this a lot, but the people who are willing to starve themselves are this are, in my opinion, the same vein of people who are like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get fake lips or put on fake eyelashes or have the fat removed from their tummies or." Um, get a fake nose, like all those different, you know, procedures that you can get. It, those, it attracts those kinds of people. Oh, I need to be fixed. Oh, there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I need to change this or else I'm not, I'm not right. And it's, it's sad because a lot of the media just focuses on how to make yourself look beautiful with a do it at home nose job. And right. Like and it's, a- and, and the advertisements are, you
1: do need to be fixed. Like you can fix this problem, Not. Not a you know encouraging, not a you know you can do it, you know, a, anything like that. It's like you can fix it, like it's a problem. And if you don't, you're you'll look weird. Yeah, and like don't get me wrong, if you are severely obese, you know, it it just means that you're not gonna be very happy. You know, you're. I, I've I know I know people who are severely obese, and like. I mean, I'm not like you're fat. You need to go lose weight. I just I'm worried about them because you can see how heavily in, it impacts their health. But and that's it. Just all goes down to you know the balance. You know the the communication with your body and your your mind and everything. And I emphasize communication because communication is a key part of a relationship that we've talked about several times. And you should listen to those episodes if you haven't.
0: It literally solves
1: everything. Yeah like if you want a healthy relationship communication focus on that first. <laughs> <version. laughs> um but yeah it it you have to come to an understanding and there there is steps that you can take to help you feel better you know and i i don't you know i refrain from calling it like an improvement either because you know i mean your body is going to improve it's going to be more healthy but like you're not less of a person if you're overweight. Yeah. You're not less of a person. You're still a great person.
0: I, I was, there was a story. Um, I browse Reddit sometimes just cause you know, I hate my life. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, one of the biggest subreddits is r slash. the a hole? And they post like stories and they're like, I I like that. Subreddit. Yeah. It's a good one. It's, it's a phenomenal one. And there was a story recently. Um, there's this girl and she's like, I used to be over 200 pounds. Um, but I'm only and I'm pretty short so I was I was considered pretty overweight heavily overweight but I got into a workout routine but I mostly just started eating healthier and I pretty much shed pretty much all of that weight and I and I reached my fitness goal like I'm a lot more active and I just feel better and I was at a dinner with my family we went to like a, they went to like a Texas roadhouse or something like that and they had some kind of Um, burger challenge at that specific location that was like, oh, if you can finish this five pound burger in under an hour, then it's free. And she's like, heck yeah, I I know I can slam (laughs) that. Right. So she orders that and her sister-in-law that was there with her is like, oh, after she had finished the burger, oh, I wish I could eat like that and still be skinny like you. I guess you just have good genetics. And this woman who had shed all that weight through work was like, excuse me? 95% of the time I don't eat like this so the, the 5% of the time, like today, I can. If you would do that too, you wouldn't be fat.
1: Yeah, like there's, there's, there's a reason why they
0: call it a cheat day. But the, the key is in the comments, all of the people were like, oh, you're the a-hole. You should have just stopped that I don't eat like that so that I can eat, you know, have my cheat days. Um, They're all saying you should have just ended it there. But what you didn't see, unless you scroll down in the comments, is hey, I'm an obese person. I don't think you're the a-hole. You put in all that work to lose that weight, and those comments that your sister-in-law made made it sound like you just were blessed with good genetics, and that and invalidated all of that work you did. So no, you're not the a-hole. It just truth hurts, and there were probably like 25 comments in a row that just weren't upvoted as high because right people just you know probably got offended for those other people. I think nowadays it's re- people confuse fitness goals with fat phobia, even though they're not the same thing. But it's safe to say if you treat somebody worse because of their weight, you're part of the problem. Yeah, exactly.
1: Now, here's my question to you, Thomas. Do you know people that have things like a lip injection, Botox, nose job?
0: I think in Utah um specifically I I don't I don't know these people um personally but um if you've ever looked at some of the female leadership in the Mormon Church you'll notice that a couple of them are like mm, that doesn't look quite natural right um and and it doesn't stop there like I mentioned earlier Utah is actually a hub for plastic surgery uh for for those reasons I mentioned. And just uh even where we work, occasionally people come in um and it's just like, Oh, you you probably used to have a really attractive natural face, but man, you've messed it up. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there there's subtle changes that can be made, like a really subtle nose job or a really subtle like lip filler. Maybe I maybe you don't notice that. Um, like uh there was a video that I was watching that was kind of analyzing different celebrities on whether or not they had had plastic surgery done on their faces. And one of the, the, the doctor guy that was doing it, he's like, Oh, if you look at even Taylor Swift, like he's like, I think it's from what I've seen, I think it's safe to say that she's had some work done, whether it was like a small breast implant job, or she got like some fat removed from her face, or maybe they did some kind of, you know, nose or lip thing. He's like, it's, it's hard to tell because really minor ones are less noticeable, but it looks like she's got that done. And and there's a whole slew of famous people who do way obvious and not so obvious things like that. But in Utah specifically, that's, that's, that's what first comes to my mind. Like when I was a kid, I remember watching, um, the general conference sessions. Right. Um, That's part of the, the Mormon, I guess, yearly cycle of, I don't know, (laughs) church worship. And, uh, And I just remember seeing one of the women and her face just seemed so, I don't know, frozen. (laughs) Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what comes to my mind. What about you? What comes to your mind?
1: Yeah. It's, it's that Botox, that lip injection. It just like, that's what comes to my mind first. Cause you just see it so easily when they're overdone because I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure I've seen plenty of people with those minor injections, which you don't really notice. Cause it's like you were saying, it's it's like, yeah, if you really, you know, studied their face hard and you're like, okay, yeah, 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 they definitely have, you know, compare pictures, yeah, compare <laughs> pictures, you know, like, but like there, there's those people that come in and they're just like, did you get stung by a bee on your lip? <laughs> you know? And like, that's kind of what I think, you know, first. And it's just kind of, I think it's weird, you know? Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with small lips. You know, there's that, there's that, you know, fetal alcohol syndrome, which if you don't know, it pretty much just like that little divot that you have in your lips pretty much makes it flat and everything. And that's, you know, I don't want to necessarily say like, oh, that's unattractive, but it's, you can tell. It's not what you're attracted yeah. to, right? It's not what I'm attracted to, you know, but I do like small lips. I do like big lips, but there's you know, there's the extremes of both that like, for me personally, I'm like, eh, like that's too big or like, you know, uh, that's, you know, too small to be, you know, like
0: cute, you know, (laughs) like, yeah. Like I want
1: to see your lips, you know, I'm on the doorstep, you know, I want to have something to look at, (laughs) you know? Um, but I mean, I don't know. I honestly personally don't know a single person that has, you know, that, that fetal alcohol syndrome, or anything like that, so I mean,
0: in, in Utah it is arguably less common <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that's for sure, um with the alcohol laws that we have here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, good luck finding
1: a liquor store <laughs> um, there's three of them there's there's good, three, good luck finding it right yeah <laughs> open twenty four seven no, no, they're not,
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, so anyways. That, that's you know, what I think of. The you most. know another weird thing that seems just really common in Utah or or I don't know, it just it seems prevalent in my brain. The fake tan stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the 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 super blonde hair and the just the tan skin. Ooh, can you say and could you give off more of a oh, I'm a wannabe California girl any more than that in in Utah? Well, the thing is
1: is the fake tan is always like orange oh too. it's so bad and it's just gross yeah because like I, you know i know plenty of plenty of girls and guys that have a nice real tan and you can tell they like really worked on that and it's like nice bro you know and i mean so <laughs> the funny thing is in high school i did marching band and if you don't know when in marching band we have this thing called band camp and we're outside eight hours a day for two weeks everything and our our tan lines are insane i mean i think i might have shown you thomas a picture of me um with that massive tan line but i'm a very white person and (laughs) so (laughs) like you, you see this this tan line and it just looks like completely two different skin colors <laughs> like of how much i tanned but like th- that's the funny thing is like you know i'm wearing shorts so i have like that weird like tan line just right above the knee and everything <laughs> so it's like it doesn't like look good i've got that like farmer's tan because i didn't roll up my sleeves because for some reason if i ever rolled up my sleeves they would just burn and peel and i could not get them to tan ouch yeah i i tried all four years of high school to try to tan my upper arms, and it did not
0: work. (laughs) Like, I I don't know why. (laughs) I I had a similar issue as a kid, but then I don't know what happened. Maybe puberty just mutated my genes. Nowadays, I can tan, like, really easily. My my wife and I took a trip to Taiwan. I don't know if I mentioned that in the last episode uh, this past May. And um, if you guys are familiar with the brand Chacos, the sandals, they, they have kind challenges. of the, yeah the crisscross straps. I wore those for that week in Taiwan. We come back to the US. I take off the sandals. We go into like just shower and just get you know back to the cleanliness standard that we you know we're used to. Yeah, you get all that dirt off, and it's like oh that's not all dirt. <laughs> yeah, scrub, you know you scrub your feet, and then you're like wait a second that's that's a crisscross that's that's burned into my skin right there. And my wife was pissed at me because when she lived in Taiwan for a couple of years, she got really tan. You know over time. And so when we went there, she was like, oh, I'm going to get so tan again. I'm going to get so tan again. And I was like, yeah, okay, I, I, we'll see what happens for me. She didn't get tan at all. I, I mean, literally nothing. But here I am, this pasty white boy, and I come back with a beautiful <laughs> oh, choco tan. Absolutely hilarious. That is awesome. Um. Well, anyways, guys,
1: I think that will kind of wrap it up for this episode. Um. Definitely, I feel like it was like a little bit different because, you know, it wasn't, like, sex, but it was, you know. Sex adjacent. Sex adjacent, yeah. You know, I mean, here's the thing. You know, when you guys don't send us ideas in our email, we have to come up with these ideas ourselves. You know, which is fine. We'll keep doing it. But, like, come on, guys. You know, our email is thesexpertspod at com.
0: We always love uh to hear your funny ideas. We want to bring in your funny ideas. We want to have a podcast that will make you laugh. So please send us your ideas and we will fit them in. Um but also please love your bodies. If you have fitness goals, that's awesome, but don't don't think you have to go out there and get surgery unless it's medically necessary for some reason. Don't don't think surgery or like plastic, you know, don't don't lean into that stuff. You are probably like one of the most gorgeous people on the planet, uh, except for Joseph. He's, he's easily top. But you could maybe be like second, third, fourth place. Um, don't, don't discount yourself. Don't believe into the media lies. You're beautiful. That doesn't mean you can't have goals, but don't hurt yourself.
1: Exactly. And yeah, just reiterate, really just love who you are and make yourself goals. Even if you are super skinny, like, maybe you want to build some muscle. Make those goals, you know? Or you're totally fine with how you are. Like, it just love who you are, no matter what your body type is, because everybody's different. And I I hate how much of a standard that Hollywood and media are trying to
0: make, because there shouldn't be a standard. I think it's safe to say that For all those listeners out there, Joseph and I love you. We appreciate your time, and we hope to see you next episode.